This episode of Pass the Popcorn Podcast contains many spoilers from movies currently in theaters at the time of this recording. If you don't want to hear any details, spoilers, or story elements from the movies reviewed in this episode, stop listening now. For everyone still listening, enjoy this episode. I, I hated it. I loathe this film. This, this, this was almost as bad as The Phantom. <laughs> For me, yeah. You're listening to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello, and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. (laughs) It always makes me smile. I don't know why. (laughs) That's that weird guy. He just comes over for one for one sentence and then leaves. He just walks in, leans into the mic, and says, "Pass the popcorn." Pass the popcorn. And then he goes, feeds the cat, and leaves. <laughs> this week we're talking about three movies that we both saw, and Tim saw some other ones that we'll discuss later. But this might be the episode <laughs> the episode that has the worst reviews ever. It's possible. It's, it's, it's possible. possible. It's possible. Only for two of the three. So don't don't jump the gun there, Tim. Okay. Two and a half of the three. Okay. <laughs> I, I was here thinking. Wait a minute. That makes no sense. All right. We are going to talk about our first movie. Let's do our first movie right now. It is titled "Let's Be Cops." All right. It's it's um Jake Johnson. It was from I think the New Girl. I don't watch that show. Uh, yeah, I don't watch the show either. And Damon Wayans Jr., who I like a lot. It's from Damon Wayans Penis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, that, you may have seen him exiting the tip of Damon Wayans Penis about 20-some-odd years ago. Yeah, around there, yeah. And there he is, finally making his first starring role. <laughs> <laughs> That's Boston trailer for Let's Be Cops, sponsored by. Hey, you, you and the denim leotard. Me? No, not you. You and the mom. Chief. That dumb ad. Here we go. Who's, who is that? Is that? Is that? Uh, who's that? Who's that? That was talking on that. No idea. It's the one with the the U.S. postal guy talking to the people laying down on top of one another. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let's be cops. Cops. Precious. Oh, that's a very pretty name. Control the situation! 
<laughs> Whatever. The funniest part of the trailer is when he's in the broken chair. That's what you get, and that was not even in the movie. Yeah, but that second one where he goes, "Don't even say it." That's what you get. No, I think that was in the movie, and that was that uh, that uh, that elicited a chuckle from me because mainly because I think I was thinking of the actual. That's what you get. Right, the way you said that in that broken chair is hysterical. Now, Tim, your ten chuckle thing. Did you have it? It it came close. It, it didn't quite hit ten. Um, this I think this movie. I think that I think hopes were were pretty high for this movie. So I think it had nowhere to go but disappoint. And when you take out the funniest part of the trailer, yeah, from the actual movie. It inherited even more. It, I, it I thought the trailer. This made this to me looks pretty darn funny and different. And I'm gonna have a blast. I love Wayans. It's yeah. gonna be funny as hell. But when yeah, when you went into the theater and you're watching it, it was dull, dry, and just I didn't like it at all. I did not like it at all. And when that scene was in the movie, that was just like the final nail <laughs> in the coffin, almost. You know. I think what it was is they were pl- part of the problem with this movie. The biggest, I actually, the, not part of the problem. The biggest problem with this movie is they they had an opportunity to go and make a movie that could like cross the line and just be like, uh, uh, like offensive, funny. I guess. Right. right. It wasn't. Even they, that, it wasn't even that offensive. Yeah, you're right. You're no, right. they they played it. They played it safe. The whole movie, they played it safe. Yeah, I see. I see all these movies where it's like supposed to be, you know. Man, you know, men, children acting crazy and they're supposed to be role models, but they're doing all these horrible things like like well, like role models and yeah, they don't right. and they don't push the limit. They, right. they stay within the box. And that was the problem with this movie is it stayed within the box. So it, everything was they 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 just played it safe the whole time. It, it wasn't. Yeah, you're right. It, it wasn't even that. I mean. With one exception, it was rated R, and I'm always as shady to taking my kids to see rated R. And I, I don't care. I mean, the cursing, whatever. They hear that in school. It's all about the sex and nudity, which bothers me. I looked into it, and I heard about that scene where the big fat guy is crawling over Wayne's face, and his ball sack shows. Yeah. Which I did laugh and tingle, but after that, for being rated R, there was nothing that was rated R. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just another movie. Try it reminded me of trying to be the Heat, but not as funny as the Heat. I think the Heat was. See, a lot. and I didn't like the Heat, and I liked this a little less than the Heat. Oh, okay. I like the Heat a lot. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. This uh, the the there is the there is the scene and the scene we're talking about it but the balls yeah is there's a scene where they where they are actually on an actual call uh, a, a breaking and entering in an Ace Hardware. And they go in, and for some reason, there is a huge fat guy running around naked. Right, right. I, he, this is what I'm wondering. Yeah. I saw no penis on this guy. But I was I was looking, too. I was hoping, Tim. I was looking, saying, show me the <laughs> I was hoping I was to like, see a penis. Show me the dick. No, but he did have a big-ass gut that maybe was hanging over it. I but, don't know. This is, uh, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they may have... Either this, either this guy has absolutely nothing to be proud about in life, right? Right. Because or, this guy, this guy had a tic tac or or a, a dick tac. <laughs> I just made that up. That is Tim. That's a, I've known you all my life. This is the funniest thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> that this dick- guy, this guy, either has a tic tac for a dick, <laughs> or yeah. Or CG. they digitally removed it. I think so too. Like I think when this comes out on Blu-ray, there's, there's going to be a major, unedited, uncensored version of this movie, which yeah, might unrated be, version, yeah, which might be a lot better than what I saw in theaters. And that sucks. Now, like in theaters, show me everything. That's why I'm going to the theater. Don't wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. I want to see it all, like the first time I see it on screen. See, that's the thing is, I I I think that. There's so many when you're when you're making a PG-13 or even a even a rated R movie. There's and, and you and you want to play it safe when you put it out there because you don't want to get bad reviews. You don't want to get this and that. You don't want to push it too far. You want to appeal to the crowd. So they cut it back a bit. 
and they and they know that their main audience is not going to be the people going to theater. People don't go to the theaters as much as they used to. They know the main audience is going to be the DVD people. Right. So they they'll hold back, even though I won't watch the DVD because I've already been disappointed by the movie, and I'm exactly. not going to watch the DVD. Right. You're right. So they're they've already lost me as a DVD uh, audience member. Well, you know what's I'll tell you our experience. Me and the wife saw this. We we always go to her theater, but for the first time. I can't remember. Actually, yeah, I can. the The last movie I saw at, at the Regal in town here was Man of Steel. Could I got those Walmart tickets? Oh, and that's right. Big event. I was really dying to see Man of Steel. So it's been it's been over a year since you saw a movie at the theater that's actually closest to you. Yes, it's like maybe oh. six. I don't know, six seven miles ish. Nah, maybe five miles away. But we had free tickets. We had, I don't know where I got these from, free passes from, I guess, somebody gave me whatever for years in my pocket, in my wallet. So, you know, this is the theater. It's well known in, in, in town where I live that you can usually just walk right in there. I nope. have walked straight into that theater. Plenty of times, right? More times than I have fingers and toes. Now, here's the catch now. they I think they caught on. Now, they usually tear at around the 7, 8 o'clock round. We saw the 8 o'clock one. So, they were they were tearing. I don't care. Here's the catch now. They're on to it because I remember when Dave goes over there a lot, too, once in a while. Auditoriums, one through, how many they got, 12? There's 12 there. One through twelve, you know how above each theater door it says "now playing," let's be cops, the giver, whatever. Yeah. All it says now, auditorium one, auditorium two. <laughs> so if you sneak in there now and walk right in, you have no idea what the, what the movie is playing. Well, I have this. Uh, I also this 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 may be a uh, thing. Is I don't think they're making mylars as much for the for the theaters, so they may not have gotten mylars. Well. Kels Kels still gets them all the time. They get uh, all the AMC's get them, but I think maybe they're on. Like maybe like if you, if you walk in, sneak in, it's like well, uh, I don't think they're that smart. I, I guess not. Like, I, maybe I'm reading into it, but that's yeah. why I think I think one time actually Dave <laughs> Dave called the theater saying, "Yeah, my my son's in so and so. Can you tell me what auditorium <laughs> that is?" And they told him, <laughs> and then when he went over there to see a movie, he knew exactly where to go. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so I mean maybe I'm just reading into it, but now it's like damn. So I don't go there much. But then when I review these movies for the, for my mini podcast thing that the Matt puts up, there was no poster. They have no posters of what's playing at the theater. It's all coming that, soon. That theater sucks. It does suck. <laughs> it, it does suck. It's a hole in the, it's a hole in the gro- ground. That theater sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the <laughs> Regal Richland Crossing 12. <laughs> Uh, yes, in Quakertown, Pennsylvania, that theater is one of the worst theaters ever. I would rather go see a movie in the building that used to house our theater, which now has a Goodwill. I would, I would rather pick up the guy's gut and look for his dick tac than go yeah, back. They go that back. Theater to that theater blows. It does. That theater sucks ass. It, it, it does suck ass. But all right, that that was my our experience. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, That's- I mean, I, I, I saw it. Uh, here's the thing is, here's the thing with this movie. This movie had such potential. It did. Jake Johnson, I thought was really funny. I mean, he was his delivery. He has charisma. I see him going on and doing other things that we are going to love in the future. Maybe. Okay. I thought I thought he was really funny. It's just I think the movie just suffered from a not 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 pushing the limit. And just it just had bad editing. Like the the jokes fell flat because they weren't it wasn't put together correctly. Right. And I thought I thought Damon Wayans Jr. I thought did a pretty good job. He he was basically playing the straight man in this one. And I love him. I loved him on Happy Endings, a show that got canned too too soon. And the other guys, I like him a lot. Cause you know why? To me, he, he's 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 Damon Wayans. Like, and yeah. I love Damon Wayans. And he just looks just like him, sounds like him, and he's just as funny. But you're right. He was playing the straight cop, and for me, I just didn't like that very much. <laughs> but when when he was doing uh, when he was on the, I guess he what he took taking crystal meth, and he was dressed up as Poopa. The, that, that that was really funny too. See, that to me was one of my worst parts. Because who's the oh, guy? Who's the other guy? The guy who played Poopa. Yeah. The, oh, uh, he's the guy from Mad TV. Keegan Michael K. Michael Key. Uh. That that part to me, I was I was I hated it. I thought it wasn't funny. Every time they each of them spoke in that outfit, I didn't laugh at all. I don't know. I thought oh, I I didn't I didn't think Keegan Michael Key was that funny, but I thought Damon Wayans was a lot funnier. Yeah, I, I in, in the in when he was pretending to be the other guy. 
And Rob Riggle was a waste. Again, this guy yeah. Rob Riggle is so funny. I do like him a lot. I, yes, you're right. But he was he was kind he was kind of a waste in this movie. They didn't they didn't use so they, while Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans I think overall did good enough jobs. They were kind of wasting talents of some of the people. Even uh, the what's her name Natasha Leggero. Um, she she played the slutty woman the one oh, they were yeah. doing the stakeout in her apartment. Yeah. Yeah, she, I thought she was. Fun. I thought she had some funny stuff, but they could have went so much further with her. It was could really, have, she could have been so much funnier. Yeah, it, it's 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 rated R for no reason whatsoever, except for seeing a big guy's ball sack, yeah. guy's face, ball wrinkles. That's ball, what you saw. Ball wrinkles, and we all have them. <laughs> Not me. Mine's like smooth. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I forgot. You're, you're right. I'm sorry. Mine's like a mine's like a ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's review this piece of shit. Let's be cops, Tim. How many popcorns? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one and a half, and the half is mainly for Shit. the performances from Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans. They, normally, this if 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 the two of them weren't as good, this probably wouldn't have even gotten one. You know what? I I thought you were you, you said I'm gonna give it one. I was like, yeah, and a half. I'm giving it one, only one. Okay. I'm that, I'm taking the half. I just didn't like it, and and I don't know. It was so bad, so boring, and I was so upset that. Well, I was kind of glad we didn't drive 20 minutes to Kells Theater <laughs> rather than 10 minutes to a theater in town. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of yeah. glad that we did it that way. But I, I hated it. It's a shame. It was so much potential. And maybe the Blu-ray or on HBO, or I watch it, maybe. The, yeah, I have a feeling this will have a second life on television. Maybe maybe not so much on pay TV, but when it, when it starts showing on like FX and channels like that, I think it'll have a second I think it'll have a second life, but it but it's dead to me. It's, yeah, to, all right. Well, what's if this is if this is dead to you? The next movie that we we saw was never born in my eyes. Okay, I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that. This Do we movie, even have to watch the trailer for this one. We have to because we got to feel on the show somehow. Uh, that's right. We this is called The Giver, and I tell you what it gave me. Wait. Oh wow, it came on right away. All colors, all emotions, injections, take them away. Let me give you the secret history of the world. I'm the giver. Show me. There is more. I saw it. What has he taught you? You change things. Find it. Something must be done. I love that trailer because it was only 15 seconds or 30 seconds long. That must have been the uh, the TV spot. I don't know. I, I had to watch trailer. Bam, there was no Gary Busey. It came right on. Thank God. I don't know if I could sit through the, a trailer of this movie. Tim, maybe if you... What did you think? And maybe if you explain it to me, I might change my mind. <laughs> okay, well, what do you want me to just explain what was going on? Explain, yeah. First of all, tell me, tell me your thoughts of the movie. And what did you see? <laughs> All right. Basically, the the idea of the giver is it's supposed to be this this dystopian. Fu- There's a lot of these dystopian futures where we basically lose our free will, but we don't realize we've lost it. We've everything is so structured. Everything is straight lines, and and every you know everything is chosen for you that uh, that not, that you, you basically live a very sterile life. Which is exactly what's going on in this. You're, 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 everything is decided for you. You're decided what you eat. You decided who you, who you are. Someone decides who you, who your parents are. Someone decides who gives birth to people. Someone decides who's going to take care of them while babies. These, there's people. There's a, there's a, there's like a, uh, a jury of people that decide everything for everybody. Maybe that's why so I just you have, I don't. You have no, you have no free, you you have no choices of your own. Maybe that's why I just don't like it because I don't like being told what to do. Well, I mean that's and and that's the thing is and and they and and they intentionally keep people in the dark by not giving them any information. So if you if you never have the opportunity to learn what's going on out there, if you've never if you've if all if all you've it's kind of like uh, THX uh, the the movie THX. Um, you're, you're there, you're, you're, you're medicated, you're, you're, you're constantly, 
in a just a general state of pretty much all day long. A lot of people are like that now in the world. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, and that's and that's kind of the the point of this movie is they they people are people are being told what they do with either with where they live, their governments, the the internet, uh, the people are people are are not exploring. They're they're staying. Um, they're staying within it within a tiny box. I mean, in this this movie, it, it takes it to the uh, takes it to the extreme where p- their their entire world is it looks like a plateau, and they're told that if they if they ever leave the plateau, bad things will happen. And uh, and then and they tell them that when you get older, they'll release you and you can go out and do other things. But what they're actually doing is killing is killing people. So if if people don't fall don't fit the uh, fit the mold of what they're trying to do, they kill them. Doesn't this movie sound great? <laughs> it it honestly, I I think it's a it's a it's a very popular book. I think yeah, it, it is it My- probably it probably reads better on a book than how it was executed. Well, that's why I we went and saw it last night because my daughter read the book. She it's a book you have to read for school. You like you, this is one of the books you have to read. Yeah, and she she read it last year or whatever, and she loved the book, and she said I I want to see it, and I was like, well, you know, I love Jeff Bridges, so that's probably why I went mostly. But the whole movie to me was boring, long, boring, stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and just plain old boring, and the acting was awful. I think think the main kid was awful. Yeah, he was bad. Meryl Streep was awful, and there's a scene where there's a baby. He 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 like takes a baby, and he gets sucked up to a big ass ship with a magnet. The baby would have been crushed or died. Then they drop him into Niagara Falls. The baby and the kid still is living, and then they drive it off at Hoth. And the baby's still alive. This poor baby has been through hell and back. And <laughs> it's just I just didn't like it at all. The whole they all live on top of a, of a stone. They're all above the clouds, but then underneath is the other part of the world, and they could. It's, it was for the first time in. I mean, it must have been years. I can't remember the last time I took out. I took out my phone and I went on Facebook during a movie yeah. in a movie theater. It was. It was. It was just me, Kaylin, and Luke, and two people. People in the back row. So no one saw me doing it. But I was so bored with watching this movie. It, it gave me shit. That's what the giver <laughs> gave me. <laughs> this, this. The giver gave me shit. The, the, again, uh, like like we said with the cops, I, I thought that the cast looked good on paper. This should this should have been a good cast. I I, I love Jeff Bridges. I think Jeff Bridges he is, is awesome. great. I, I do love him, no matter what he's in. Even R.I.P.D. I still like him a lot. You know, ever yeah. since ever since probably I know Tron was his first one people saw. I think I probably saw him first on um, Starman, and I love that movie so much. I think that uh, the first movie I ever noticed him and paid attention to i think was probably the fisher king but that was i was younger you know i probably and i i had seen tron but you know i didn't right. notice him as an actor in that one and one one guy who i love a lot is alexander skarsgård i love him on in true blood and he was okay in this he, he wasn't great but and the, and the big taylor swift cameo who cares well, again, it's like she was. She was supposed to be like the, she was the, the tipping first, point. The first giver or the previous giver. She was. She was the. She was the failed giver. Uh, I guess I, I forget exactly. They 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 called it. They called it. A, they had a special name for it. Right. And I guess he showed her the bad stuff too soon, and she basically just lost it. I don't know what. I, I forget what happened to her. Did she just like run off and die? I don't know. I just remember her playing the piano and him coming over. Yeah. What are you? What are you playing? I mean, and and that's and again, she she appeals to the target audience for this crowd. This this crowd was mainly this this movie was main made for kids thirteen to sixteen. Like, do you know what I feel like's happening? You know, like when Volcano and um, Deep Impact came out and, and Armageddon, all these movies. Like, yeah, a certain phase comes out and they to try to make a bunch from like this to me. Is is the is the if if, if Hunger Games cost ten million dollars to make this cost ten dollars? <laughs> you know I what I mean? This probably this probably had a pretty good budget. Oh there yeah, were, guaranteed for the yeah. the effects. But like Hunger Games, then the other one just came out, Divergent. Like like they're all the kind of same kind of idea of a movie. Hunger Games is great. Divergent was wasn't bad, 
and now there's 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 this one. This is the the Sharknado of <laughs> of of Hunger Games. I think I think what they're doing. I think uh, when when you and I went to school, we didn't have summer reading. Yeah, well, Kayla's uh, reading. Yeah, you're right because you have to read this before you go back to school. Yeah. So for a lot of kids in junior high and and going into high school, junior high mainly. You have the summer reading books. You have to read like seven books over the course of the summer. And I, I remember, I remember when I I started working at a bookstore a, a long time ago. I was like, "What's summer reading? What the hell is this? You make forcing kids to read books during the summer?" And the Giver is always on that list, and uh, Life of Pi. So all these books that kids read in junior high. And and there, there's a built-in audience, so they've sold millions of these books, and millions of people have read this book, read these books. They're now they're making movies for all of them, so that the kids that read the book and enjoyed the book will go and see the movie. And I think Taylor Swift is in this because she probably read the book and loved it, right. and said, "I want to be in this movie." And she was. I first it took me a second to realize who she was. I knew she was in the movie. I was like, "Where the hell is she?" And then when they showed her, and she had dark hair, and you know. Dave, I I only knew she was in it because she was been on a lot of talk shows, the Fallon and, and whatnot, and I knew she was in it as that character because that's the only role, it's the only scene she's in. Yeah, she probably shot. It probably took her two days to shoot that, and so yeah, she was, she was mainly a, 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 a overblown cameo. I and mean, like, she was okay. I, she was I, all right. I can. I would like to see her do a full movie. I know she's been sort of dipping her toe in here and there with movies. I'd like to see her do a full full movie at some point, which she probably will. I know. I think she's moving in that direction. Would this be Meryl Streep's worst role yet? Do you think? Uh, I, I, thought, I couldn't stand her in this. I couldn't stand her. At I all. mean, she's been in, she's been in a bunch of shit movies. I, I can't, I, my computer froze up on me. I can't bring up her other movies. She's been in other shit movies. Uh, I don't think this is not her worst movie. If, if I, if I had to, Put a guess, but I can't think of what her worst would be. Don't you dare! Don't you dare say Mrs. Sofal, Taylor, right now. I was thinking Mrs. Sofal. Oh, mainly because of her co-star. <laughs> Coming soon. Um, all right, let's let's give the giver its popcorn reviews. Tim, go ahead. Uh, I give it half, half a half a kernel. It's uh, I give it one kernel that's not popped. Uh, I like the half. I like the half kernel better. Review. I am giving it, ready for this, I'm giving it, you just buy a fresh thing of popcorn, big bucket of popcorn, and you walk in, and your lace is untied, and you spill the popcorn all on the floor, and inside the bucket, there's no popcorn left. I'm giving this thing zero popcorns. Zero popcorns. Zero right. popcorns. I, this movie to me, I, I hated it. I loathe this film. <laughs> this, this, this was almost as bad as The Phantom. For me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, oh, I just caught that. For me, th- this movie um, is just—it's—it's—it's. It, it's, I was so bored with it that I couldn't even get angry. It's—it's it's like instantly forgettable. It's just gone. It's just done. Yeah, uh, I've seen it. Instantly forgettable. I almost didn't want to see it. Like that one, I saw two ones, two that came out the opening weekend, and this one, I was like, ah, eh, if I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. You know, I just really didn't. Yeah. Didn't care. All right, let's go to our next film, which is entitled The Expendables Three, which Tim didn't see the first two, correct? That is true. That is correct. I have not seen either Expendable. All right, and I I saw all of them. Here's the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) That is a surprise. You you've surprised me in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How shocking! Chris saw movies with. Everyone he loves from the 80s. Ready? Watch trailer. Here we go. Sponsored by nothing. My balls. With this much muscle in one movie, you need to see it on the big screen. This will solve all your problems. All right, hold on. I'm not happy with that. <laughs> that. That one didn't do it for you. No, it didn't. Is there trail? Is there more spot I can see trailers at? That's that's probably the television spot. Yeah, it is. It's exactly exactly what it was. And I, I wish I could. I wish I came prepared and found. Oh well. That 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 was it. Expendables three, starring everybody who you grew up with in the '80s. 
Saloon, Antonio, Ford, Schwarzenegger, Gibson, Snipes, Lung, uh, Ivan Drago. I mean, you Kelsey name- Grammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheers, <laughs> Frazier. Frazier. You name the the eighties star. He's in he's in this movie now. Hear me out. I'm going first on this one, motherfucker. Nah. All right. It's, part one, part two was was awesome because because it, it stars Stallone, Arnold, and Bruce. Three of the 80s action stars and 90s I grew up with, non-freaking-stop. They're, they're these are the kind of movies, almost like um, Turtles was. You put your your brain and your and your storyline shit at the door and go in there and just watch a kick-ass film of shoot 'em ups explosions, and guns with the 80s people you grew up with. Rocky, you know, Rocky, Riggs, uh, Commando, you know, every, everybody. Antonio, everybody in this movie... I loved, and I'll tell you this right now, this to me, I had a blast watching, and I loved the movie from beginning to end, and yes, Mel Gibson is probably a big reason why. I was worried because uh, Machete 2, was it? He was in that as, as the bad guy. Kind of cheesy, kind of corny. I was like, oh shit. And this one, he was a fucking awesome villain. He was toe-to-toe with, with Stallone and the end scene where Riggs and Rocky fought edge of my seat might have had an erection i love <laughs> i totally loved it this, this movie don't go in here and and read the story and expect much go in there if you're a fan of the 80s action films that everyone is hopefully <laughs> and just and sit back and enjoy it what do you think tim okay no oh boy i didn't see no i why, did not why see the first you? two well, well how the, come the first one, I, I honestly don't remember why I didn't see the first one. Uh, I know I didn't see the second one because I didn't see the first one. Okay. That's the main reason I didn't see the second and, one. And I wasn't planning on seeing this. No, you one. were. I think. I swear to God, I think you only saw this because of the podcast, just so you could talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, if if we did not do this podcast, I would not have wasted my time with this movie. Right. Uh, I would not have. I would not have gone. That being said. I like Stallone, and I like most of the guys that are in the in the movie. But I went there. I was hoping to see, you know, more Statham, more Harrison Ford, more Schwarzenegger. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay. More Snipes. And then here it is, 20 minutes into the movie, all those guys are out, and they bring in a bunch of people who I have never heard of in my life. I and so see- they're doing they're doing this stupid origin of searching out for these people who I do, I, I could care less about, and. Um, yeah, it's and I was just kind of like, well, this is uh, this is not this is not what I didn't pay for. <laughs> I didn't pay to see this movie. Right, right, right. Uh, it was just just shit. Uh, I mean, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't say it was shit. It was it just was not. Um, you wanted to see the stars who you grew up with. Yeah, I signed. Non-stop. I signed on to see statham and and that's and that's, Dolph lundgren and, that, Ter- and terry cruz and, and those guys now see now you should watch the first two because those are all them there's 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 no new cast members no young blood no no nothing so you would probably enjoy those more mm-hmm. than than this one but i'm saying this now as wesley snipes is in the opening maybe a good 15 20 minutes scene they they go save him from from prison, he even makes a joke about why you're in here for tax invasion. He even jokes about it. This reminded you or me reminded me of how much I miss Wesley Snipes on screen because he was one of the best parts of the movie with his cockiness, his kicking assness, and his 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 humor. I miss Snipes. I miss Demolition yeah. Man. I mean, that's one of my favorite films of all time. Blade, the first one, was fantastic. Money Train. I mean, seriously, this reminds you, remember me? And I said, damn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Snipes, Snipes I loved. And and I thought that he was great. Like, like when he came on, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to love this movie because he's really great. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he was out. And I was like, okay. And, so, and then all these other people. I mean, they were they were trying to, like, they were trying to, like, put in all these things. Like, this is the hot chick, Ronda Rousey. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, come on! I only knew the one guy from um, from Twilight is in this and stuff. Now here's stuff that we were worried about: Harrison Ford being in this kind of movie. What did you think about his character? 
I mean, he came on and he was a suit is basically what it was. And you thought that he was just going to be a guy pushing a, you know, a, a pencil pusher. And that's basically what he was. The only action scene that he had was like they showed him as a pilot. So he they showed him he he was basically piloting a helicopter. That was his action scene. And the worst part of the trailer was him going <laughs> and laughing. Yeah. But it was not this time I enjoyed it not being in the movie. <laughs> Cuz yeah. that part was like ah so corny. Um Tim Antonio Banderas. He was great. He was he great. I was, like Antonio. He was awesome. He was funny. Uh, he looked good. He did look. I mean, good. I don't know how old he. And he has he has he has a movie coming out. I saw uh, about some like robot thing. I saw an ad for that. It's he's like a sci-fi movie, and it looks awesome. He's fifty-four. Yeah, I mean he he looked like he was. He looked forty at 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 yeah, old. I, I was gonna like say he's, he's. I was gonna he's say thirties. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Now one of my favorites of all time is Schwarzenegger. Now. For being a fan of all his movies, Terminator, Predator, all those classics, and seeing him in this, I enjoy him walking around, smoking a stogie, saying some cool lines. But then once in a while, when he's in a chopper, get to the chopper, and he says that in the movie, shooting the gun, his man boobs are going, his hairline's blowing back. Even I'm like, even I'm like, oh, Arnie, what happened? Arnold. You know. But Terry, now how old is he? Sixty-seven. Uh, God bless him. You know what I mean? It's a shame seeing the stars who I grew up with getting old and just they 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 can't do what they used to do back yeah. in the day. And we all can. That's age creeps up and and haunts. But he, he Arnold really should know when to hang up. Well, that's why I'm pissed. Like I wish rather than them being governor. I wish he would have still made movies. And now, since you're old and fragile, then run, run for, for government. Well, I mean, if you looked at the movies that he made in those last few years that he was out there, my, those movies were shit. I those know. Those movies were shit. His last good movie was True Lies. And that was, what, 20 oh, years ago? That That's one of my favorites. Yeah, you're fired. He has not made a good movie. Well, I think here, Sabotage was weak. You and I kind of like Escape Plan, am I right? Yeah, Escape Plan was enjoyable. Last Stand was... Uh, you're right. A lot of them around the world... Oh, T- Terminator 3 wasn't even that, that good, which I hate, hate to say that. But Collateral, The Sixth Day, End of Days, Batman and Robin, Jingle All the Way, Eraser. Wow, Tim's... True well, okay, Lies, Jingle All the Way, Jingle All the Way. Okay. okay. That was his last good comedy. <laughs> yeah. But it's... For for me for for me seeing these people on screen all together like teaming up is what everyone dreamt of back in the day. You know what I mean? Like that's what I wanted to see. And everyone knows me, Mel Gibson to me. I don't care his personal life, whatever he can think what he wants. I what love smoke, <laughs> sugar tits. I love Mel Gibson and seeing him in this movie as the bad guy. He looked he looked pretty good. I mean, how old is he now? Which He's yeah. got to be a, uh, probably creeping up on sixty. He's fifty-eight. And his face—he's—he's starting—he's starting to get a little uh, Robert Redford leathery. He always had that weird ass forehead wrinkles and lines coming down to his yeah. eyebrows. But he's Mel fucking Gibson, man, and Here, I just—I love him. As, as soon as he came on screen, you can tell this is a guy who's very comfortable in front of the camera. This guy is. Now, again, uh, if we have younger listeners listening to us, I would say if they're under 25, they probably have not gotten the full Mel Gibson experience because he's pretty much been uh, off screen for the most part for the last 10 years, with the exception of things here and there. He's either director role or yelling at his uh, wife or... Uh, or or some minorities. Like I'll be honest, I think his last major major starring role was Science in two thousand two. Yeah, seriously. And then the Singing Detective, Paparazzi, Edge of Darkness, The Beaver, Gringo. Like nothing else matters. Like that was from Signs on back is when he was a star. But he, I mean, what when he when he came on screen here, this is this he's a movie star of the first degree. You know, you can't help but look at this guy. You can't help but pay attention to what he's doing on screen. You can't help but just you're you're immediately drawn to him, uh, and he's awesome. He he really is great. It's just a shame that uh, you know he had to do some stupid shit and uh, sort of cut 
his A-list. Uh, Down sooner than it should have been. Yeah, that, yeah, because yeah, we we probably could have got another two or three really good movies out of him in the last ten years if, if he didn't have to be a putz. Tim, you you talking nice about Mel? My cock was rising slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I but, 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 you, you you have to admit he he shot himself in the foot. He did. He totally did. Him and him and uh, him and and Tom Cruise. Although Tom Cruise is is still coming back, but he he. Both of them shot themselves in the foot. This, this is a major stuff. Yeah, this is a major side note, though. And now this is how I feel. You can you could write on Facebook and tell me I'm an idiot or or, or call me whatever you want to do. This is is we've yeah. all we've all done and said stupid ass shit, but there's no cameraman following us. We have no paparazzi. And that's what sucks about it. He was drinking, mm-hmm. whatever habit happened, and he was he's a star. That's why we heard about it. I mean, it's a shame. It's so sad. We've all—I've called Tim Sugar Tits every Thursday. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no I one get cares. A, I, I get the—I get an, uh, a telegram and knock on my door every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Dun 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 dun. I actually Hello? said uh, a telegram for Tim Spaulding, Sugar Tits. <laughs> I actually text him a picture of sugar, a picture of tits, and that's yep. my way of calling him Sugar Tits. Sugar Tits. It's we—it's a shame he did, and the phone calls—you make him want to smoke. It's because she recorded it. I mean, we've all said and done stupid shit. All right, he didn't murder anybody. He didn't do anything. He just was drinking and said some dumbass shit. But being a celebrity and knowing you have to have how, well, knowing knowing how much image you're right. Images is is half of everything. Yeah, uh, you have should to, have been a little should have been a little uh, more conservative in how he uh, presented to, himself to certain things. You have to, to filter yourself if you're a star because yeah. this it will bite you in the ass. Because yeah, you're under a microscope, and if you do something wrong, entertainment press. Here's the thing: entertainment press love to tear you down. Yeah. If there's okay. one thing they love, they will tear you down, and they won't tear you down for one episode of Entertainment Tonight. They'll go on for months. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's. He's still he's like the punchline now of jokes nowadays. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people, he, he's a punchline. But I, as Mel Gibson, I don't care. Tim, how yeah. awesome and cool is Dolph Lundgren now? I no? don't think he's <laughs> awesome or cool. No, what do you mean? No. he looks so I badass. I, I I don't know. To me, he's he's a guy who. Became an action movie actor because he probably had a hard time getting taken seriously elsewhere. Because didn't he want? Didn't he want to become like an like a like a genetic physic? Like he he's a he's like a genius level, and he studied like uh, genetics and that sort of stuff, and wanted to be a doctor, but he couldn't he couldn't escape his 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 acting stuff to actually be taken seriously as a doctor. So he had to like sort of lean back on being an actor again to pay the bills that's that's how i understood his story i may be completely wrong i don't even know that i think that's that's uh, that is weird it's pretty cool but weird tim during the actual credits you know all the names pop up starring boom 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 yeah what name i had no idea this guy was in the movie until i saw the guy's name and i knew exactly who he was and i'm wondering if it's because he was in this movie is why he had a little bit of a cameo in this one I noticed, and I know uh, this. I, I didn't notice it in the in the credits, but if you're talking about Robert Davi, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I noticed him in the movie. And I was like Robert Davi. Yeah, I saw his I, name. I, he's great. I saw his and name. And I, said, he's in Die Hard, and I have his autograph. Yeah, you and I met him, and he was nice as could be. Yeah, and I was like, he's in he's in a Bond movie, and he's in um Die Hard, and I'm thinking, yeah, is that why? Now the whole. Bruce Willis was in this movie. It's a big joke about it that he was greedy and lazy, and that's why he didn't want to be in there. He wanted more money for more, you know, for less time, but but more money. And Stallone fired him, which is kind of sad. Because here's they, the thing: they're all friends. I've heard over the past several years, I've heard nothing about nothing but how difficult and how much of a dick uh bruce willis is yeah on movie it, sets i think i think bruce willis is so done with being an actor but he still wants he still he still for whatever reason still needs to make more money that's the thing is that i'm a, I'm a i think you are too we're huge fans of kevin smith 
And he always talks about like the worst person he ever worked with on on cop cop out was on Bruce. And it's so sad because he was a, a childhood fan of Die Hard and Moonlighting and everything, yeah. Bruce. And his his dicky personality, I guess. It's a shame because I still love the guy. I, I saw him a few times now. You know, I, I didn't meet the guy yet, but I, I love the guy. I love him. Yeah, you and I and and Dave went to go see him in concert. And I still have my T-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, here here's the thing. Again, he's an actor, and I and I do. I've, I've I, I love most of his movies. But he's he's one of those ones where I don't I he he has he has more range than any of the other actors he does that are in the in the in the genre. But he hasn't done anything that's really knocked me off my knock knock knocked me off my feet in the past seven or eight years at least. Which I want you to tell me because I'm so I'm, I'm smiling I'm, I'm smiling now remembering what you said. Which of these stars in this movie? <laughs> Did you say look like blah blah blah? I want to. Maybe you should change what you said too, because <laughs> I remember what you said now. Who like he's not in the movie. He's in the first two a lot. In this one, he's he's at the end a little bit, a little bit of a cameo. And you said, Jelly. "Yeah." <laughs> what did you What did you say now? What did I? He he. He looked like a little Chinese woman, a little fat Chinese woman. Exactly what you said. A fat, <laughs> fat Chinese woman. A little fat Chinese woman. And here's me. the thing. Jet Li in Lethal Weapon 4 and all of his action movies, he's known for kicking ass with his hands yeah. and feet, doing some crazy shit. I don't think he punched anyone in the face <laughs> at all no, in this movie. No, he was... He was Schwarzenegger's little man bitch. He was mini-me. He was Arnold's mini-me. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. And it was funny to see it. I think Antonio was great. Statham is always kick-ass. To me... I love Statham. Yes. I love Statham. To me, I always thought he wanted to be... Like, when he first came out, I thought he wanted to be, like, the next Bruce Willis. Shaved head, action movies, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But now I'm past that now, and I think he just is an awesome action star, and he can kick some serious see- ass. I see all of his movies because I don't care. And actually, they they had initially said that he was going to be in Transformers, the last Transformers that is before the, before Wahlberg. Yeah. And part of me we got like like all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wasn't. I'm like, what happened? Well, he's gonna. I think. I mean, this is a major spoiler. He's the he's the bad guy. I think in Fast and Furious, whatever six now are we at or seven six? Yeah. Now I need to probably see that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you who should have been in this movie. Go ahead. I know that that, that everybody was like, "Oh, the hot chick Ronda Rousey." Mm, yeah, she's a somewhat attractive. Speaking of Fast and Furious, they should have got Gina Carano, the girl f- from Haywire, and I thought uh, you were going to say Michelle Rodriguez because she is kick-ass. She, she should she should have been in that too. Yeah, Gina Carano or Carano, however you pronounce. She is so fucking hot. Well, now that she is like, uh, 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 there's just something about her. She is just like so goddamn hot. Now that there's, there's rumors of making a part four where Jackie Chan's going to be approached, uh, Car Weathers is going to be approached, like all these, you know, other 80s action stars. And now there's also a rumor of a female Expendables. There we go. Uh, Gina, Gina Carino. And I know Sylvester Stallone listens to this. He does. He, he and he and uh, he and Dolph Lundgren are driving around listening to this on their iPods in their in his in his VW Bug. Hey, Drago, best of popcorn, will you? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Who said Drago? And then, and then Drago goes, "Best of popcorn." <laughs> what? That sounds nothing like Ivan Drago. Well, that's because he's trying to sound like the best of popcorn guy. Oh, best <laughs> of popcorn. Best of popcorn. Now it sounds it's perfect now. Now it sounds like Ivan Drago like, doing your voice. Okay. Oh man, but if they put Gina Carano in the next one, I'm there wearing tight pants. And I was kind of hurt and upset that the first two were R is PG thirteen and and Luke was excited because he can c- come see it and stuff, but I wanted to see an R rated version of this of all the ages guys saying fuck, 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 explosions blowing up nudity I wanted to, to see an R-rated action film with everybody who I loved in the day yeah you know what I mean all right well that's, I think I think yes. they did this uh, I think they did the the PG-13 to pull in younger audience possibly 
and just to try to make the appeal because I think they they saw what one did. They saw some diminishing returns on part two, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it did financially. And they were like, okay, well, this is this is our third third attempt. Let's see what we can do. Let's well, make a PG thirteen so we can bring in more people. I totally agree. And it's I was so excited to see this movie, and I couldn't wait. And I was oh, this is all right. You said last week I'm dying uh, on on the podcast. Yeah, Turtles was great and all, but I wonder how it's going to do the the following week. And I hate to say this, but the Turtles was the top movie again. It beat it beat all three of these movies. It beat now. Here's 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 what's sad about it is um is Expendables three came in not not first, not second, not third. <laughs> I'm saying that pretty low. It came in fourth place. And it here's only- this. I'm making a, I'm making a prediction. Yeah. They will make a fourth, but it will be a straight to DVD kind of thing. Never. I will. I will. No. Stallone will. Stallone will will only be in the beginning and the end, and the rest will be either the young people or new no, a new cast. And they 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 might still get a couple like Randy Couture, the people that aren't movie stars. That's my prediction. Okay. Like I can see this going on to part four with a whole new bunch of people. Not starring anyone who we've seen, you know, who the big ones are in this. Yeah, like Statham wouldn't be part of it. Yeah, I, I, Randy, I could see Randy Couture, possibly Terry Crews. He's he's on that edge where he might do it. Like and, like if like he was like, I'm gonna hand these off to you, Terry Crews, and he's like, pop 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 the power. <laughs> but I don't really give a shit because this movie is all I wanted to see was '80s action yeah. stars kicking ass. Tim. How many popcorns for Expendables three? I'm going to give this two, two popcorns, and it's not because I thought the movie was good because I, I really didn't think it was a good movie. I gave it basically because of the charisma of the main cast, and they were they were all really good. It's just they were all really good in a really bad movie. All right, I, I've all right. Uh, I can okay. I'll, I'll give that to you. <laughs> You'll have to accept it because I just said it. <laughs> I am giving it because I love action movies and I love this kind of shit. <laughs> don't, don't be mad at me. I'm not giving it five, but I will give it four and a half. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I loved it. I love this movie so much. It's a major guy film, and I went in there, me and Luke, and it was a major oh. guy film. I went in there, put butter all over my body. <laughs> I was with my son though, so no, 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 I did. Um, four and a half stars. Mel Gibson to me is awesome. Stallone's awesome. Everyone in this movie is Snipes. I, was, I miss Snipes so much. I, I probably yeah. gave it two stars alone for him. Snipes, yeah, he was but, uh, he was really great when you when he first came on screen and yeah. everything, and he was he was, he was really, really great. And I can see where you're coming from. I can see why you like. I want to see the cast, and the cast aren't even in it. I can, yeah. I can see that. All right, well that's that's all I've seen, Tim. What else did you see this past week? I saw two other movies. I saw. Um, Magic in the Moonlight, the new Woody Allen movie, uh, with Colin Firth, who you don't like. I, I don't, don't like him at I all. Don't like him, and and that new movie he's in that looks like a kind of like a James Bond kind of movie. That movie looks awesome. The, it the does, Kingsman. but I don't like him. He looks. I think he's he, he's going to be awesome, and I think that movie's going to sort of change you. He's basically I, I I see Colin Firth as the new Michael Caine, and I don't like Michael Caine. <laughs> Ah, oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I fought in your general direction. I will smell it. Uh, and I uh, and and Emma Stone's in it. Oh, yeah. but I do love Emma Stone. And Damn she's, it. and again, this this is a movie where it's 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 all on the it's all on the personalities of the actor because she's in there. There's a lot of there's a lot of good people in there. Um, Hamish Linklater, who used to be on that show, The New Christine. Uh, yeah, 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 brother. And I like, I like him. I like Hamish Linklater. I like Colin Firth. I like uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is just charisma. She just, you, she, you just, you just fall in love with her. Every uh, doesn't matter what she's in, you yeah, just fall in love with her. And she's right, Tim. I love her, and, and she's great. That being said, Woody Allen is like Star Trek movies. Every other one is good. Oh, so we had what was it? Uh, Midnight in Paris. Great, the one that he did after that with Alec Baldwin, not so great. Last year, Blue Jasmine, great. This one, the weakest of all four. 
if if we're gonna if we're gonna rate it based on uh, his stuff since Midnight in Paris. Um, it's it's one of those movies that might get uh, a better reception down the down the road when people look back on it. But I, I just thought it was just okay. Okay, I never was uh, a fan of Woody Allen films mostly, but you know, my favorite Woody Allen movie is 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 actually one that most people have forgot. Well, my my two favorite are, are two that most people have forgotten about. I loved um, the one with Sean Penn. Oh, now I'm blanking on the name of it. Sean Penn, he played the, uh, the he was the guitar player. Now I've forgotten. It's a, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, the Sweet and Lowdown. Okay. I love that movie. I thought that movie was so great. And Woody Allen, yeah, one of his best things. And the and the the my other my all time favorite Woody Allen movie, uh, Small Time Crooks. Okay. The one that has the the guy who played Tommy Flanagan on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. All right. Okay. John John Lovitz. Yeah. Ah, funny funny ass movie. <laughs> Magic the Moonlight. Let's say Woody Allen's made fifty movies. This would probably be in the bottom fifteen. Okay, for Woody. So, yeah. So there's that. If you're a Woody Allen fan, if you like the, if you like his stuff, I think he does better when he does period movies. This is a period movie. It takes place in the 1920s in the south of France. So. And uh, the other movie I saw was Elvis. That's the way it is. And I was trying to get you to see this movie. <laughs> I remember you were you were nagging me. I, I don't. I even if it's like a concert movie of Elvis, eh, I don't know. Uh, the the thing with with uh, with this this is this is one of the earliest concert movies ever made. This movie was originally came out in 1970, and it's it's documents him preparing for and performing at uh, the International Hilton in Las Vegas. So he's he hasn't performed in I think thirteen years. So this is him getting ready to actually do public performances, and it's fascinating. It's 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 the greatest concert film I've ever seen. I bet you uh, Dave, I bet you Dave would probably love that movie. Dave, I'm sure Dave has seen it, and uh, and they then they they put it out on they're putting it out on Blu-ray soon. So I'll probably buy it because it really is that great. It shows Elvis, uh, you know, rehearsing, and in I I've met a lot of people that have recorded and worked with, I actually worked with a guy who toured with Elvis for three years. Uh, and he's been telling me little things about Elvis here and there. Uh, the on tour Elvis was a, Elvis was a kind of guy that was at home in the studio. He loved other musicians. And this, this movie shows you see him joking around with other musicians and just, just cutting up. And it's really funny. He's, he's really funny. And it shows Elvis, like why you love Elvis. Uh, and the performance footage is funny. He just goes around and he's like making out with everybody in the audience. It's like he goes out when he was playing "Love Me Tender." He's going out and kissing every girl that's there. Wow, people probably and, were dying over that. Oh uh, yeah, you sh- you sh- you got to see. It. You see all these people crying. You see you see all these 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 just women just going nuts for Elvis. Oh yeah, I uh, I can picture that happening. It was and and it's great. And, and I when I went out to Vegas, I went out to Vegas back in two thousand one. And I made the pilgrimage out there to the international just to just to see the hotel that Elvis performed at, and and yeah, and I went out there, and there's a statue of Elvis in the in the lobby, and from what I understand, they still have a suite up there. Uh, the the Elvis suite that I guess you can get if you are really special, you can stay in Elvis suite. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I made a pilgrimage out there when I went out to Vegas. Uh, but this movie, it's just top. Top marks for concert film. I loved it. Loved it. I, I if I if I had to give this in popcorns, six popcorns. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's that's only if Elvis didn't eat all the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, he's like six. Mm, you, you get none. <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. Where's where, give me give me some banana butter to put on this? Banana butter. Yeah, I don't know what he put on. <laughs> What's coming out this week, Tim? Man, there's I was I was looking. There's nothing for next couple with this week's Sin City. Um, uh, uh, what's that Which I'm it? looking for, and I'm looking for mainly because I know uh, what's her name, Ava Green, is going to take that top off. I, I, I'm hoping it's uh, if I stay, which I cry during that trailer every time I see it. 
Yeah. And when the game stands tall, which I want to see. Game stands too. tall. I will but, see that. Oh, watch, I saw the, the, the Love is Strange with John Lithgow and Alfred Molina. I saw a trailer for that where they, they're they two gay dudes who get married and then they both lose their jobs as a result. Now, it looks good. It looks looks entertaining. Now, there's a bunch of movies coming out, which, I mean, August 27th comes Pierce Brosnan and the November Man, which I'll see because I love Pierce. But yeah. seriously, after that, The Calling, As Above, So Below, Life of Crime, The Demand, no, The, the Dan, God Help the Girl, The Identical. There's nothing that's like, who? What? Huh? You we're I mean? we're entering we're entering like shit season. Yeah, the the longest week, honeymoon, the drop, no good deed. The first movie I want to see comes out on September twelfth, called the the Skeleton Twins, with um, SNL people. Who this? Uh, damn it! Well, the the identical uh, the identical I'm looking forward to because they shot that where I were. Kristen Wiig uh, and, Bill, and Bill Hader. That looks so emotionally a mess. Oh, that looks that looks great. Yeah, yeah, that's and then that's like Dolphin Tail, whatever. And then there's nothing out. Like, yeah. oh my, oh there it is, September nineteenth, Tusk. I don't care. I cannot yep. wait to see that movie. I don't know. There's 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 yeah, skeleton skeleton twins. Yeah, there's really nothing that's like oh this, this is, is this be- is where I leave you. The one with Bateman and Tina Fey that looks good. Yeah, that does. That look- Liam Neeson movie Walk Amongst the Tombstones looks really good. That does look good. But I have a feeling it's going to be boring. The Equalizer. Yes, I got a boner for that movie. I, I have your boner too, too. <laughs> so there's there are some there are some good smaller movies, but but generally. There's nothing that's like a black generally through smash. through mid October. This is the dumping ground, but the the identical. I'm looking forward to. Uh, that's the this is it's a, it's an Elvis based movie. Basically, what it is is like if Elvis's twin brother didn't because Elvis was a twin. He had a he had a brother that died in the womb. Um, so this is supposed to. I think this is supposed to be like what would happen if that guy was alive. Oh, okay, all right. But yeah, they shot they shot that where I where I worked. Um, I would come in I would come into work and there was they they set up we have a television studio where I work they'd set it up to look like a beach party. Uh, the auditorium I went in there and you could see they didn't want to fill the whole auditorium with the extras so they actually put dummies in the audience. No. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk about it because when that movie comes out because I, I have a feeling you'll probably end up seeing it. Um. That because that that looks like it gets a wide release on the same day as the reissuing Force Goop. Oh yeah, I want to check check that out. I know that's uh, I know the end of this month comes Ghostbusters. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. One week only. See that. So, so there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of the, I, yeah, honestly, folks don't don't get your don't get your hopes up for for super huge quality movies. The blockbusters have ended for the next three months. Yeah, not till the holiday season is when they're yeah. back, and they're not even that great as as the summer films but yeah, yeah pretty much between now and the beginning of november just uh, just uh, a lot of a lot of twos and threes i think you're gonna hear uh, us talking about yes I and mean, it might even be you know it might even be less episodes here and there because there's nothing out there you know what i mean i'll see yeah. something here and there but we can combine october there is usually a surprise in october october is is one of those months where uh, that 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 surprise classic comes out. Like I remember uh, that thing you do, Fight Club, mm. uh, Meet the Parents. Uh, those are all October movies. I think this was going to be Ouija. <laughs> oh fuck that movie! I don't see that? I know. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap this episode up. Um, thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Hope you enjoyed our reviews of two shitty films <laughs> and and one of the greatest action movies I've ever seen in my life. I love that movie, Tim. No matter, matter what you say. Mm. So um, you know what? Go on Facebook and you know tell us how we're doing. What what you want us to review? Maybe we'll do something on on, on DVD or something sometime or Blu-ray. You know, or yeah. whatever you know, whatever you tell us to do, we'll do. If it's if it's sexual, we'll do it. Yeah. Oh, before you before we wrap up. Yeah, yeah. One last movie I saw. I watched this last night because I wanted to see him in his prime. I watched Arnold in Last Action Hero last night. Oh, I haven't seen a movie in, in a while. It's on Netflix, and yeah, it was. It's. It was just nice to see Arnold. Well, not his greatest movie, but see Arnold back when and he was and his prime, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Arnold. All right. Well, anyway, uh, 
Thanks for listening, and uh, Tim. Yeah. Pass the popcorn. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.